Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Be the Light Now Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio and IPMNation.com. Sometimes when I wake up and I'm wondering how my life would have been if I didn't sing, I get a little stressed out every now and then. The problems come and problems go when I'm around here. Blessed in the morning, blessed in the evening, and again I realize the reason why I sing. We have so much of the best of the best. We're bringing it to you two shows, seven days a week. So what are you waiting for? The lines are open. Give us a call at 347-539-5349. You have questions, we have the answers. Bringing you the best that the psychic paranormal world has to offer. Only available here on Be The Light Now Radio Network. Proudly sponsored by TheMysticStore.biz for all your metaphysical and spiritual shopping needs. That's TheMysticStore.biz. I had heard it, of course, before, but it's like all at the same time, 
at the same spot in the road. And I'm like, whoa, this is like really, really weird. So I know I didn't have anything to drink or smoke. So, but it was just like a really strange deja vu that just seemed to last almost to the point of, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to pull over and just try to shake this. And then it went away. So it's just really strange, uh, you know, people saying the energy, the matrix has been kind of goofy lately, but you know, that's the strangest deja vu I've ever experienced. But who knows, maybe spirit was getting back at me because I yelled at him earlier in the day too. Because, you know, of course, they always test you. They keep on trying to go ahead and challenge you. They try to go ahead and trust your faith. And I went into the center and I just felt like crying and I'm like, what the heck am I doing here? So I went ahead and did a lesson banishing ritual. I said, and if anything negative is coming at me, I want you to effing stop it now. And I took my wand that I had with me and I jabbed the air with it at the end of the ritual. And I said, I'm done. And jumped up and down, stamping my feet, throwing like a little temper tantrum. And all of a sudden I felt so much better. I was like, wow, this feels great. You know, nice, nice night. And it was a little bit on a quieter side, but that's okay. Uh, knew some people were, were not going to be able to make it out. But just really strange energies. and So maybe spirit was like, oh, well, we're going to make you have one heck of a deja vu. So, but um, energies have just been really uh, interesting. So hang in there. You know, know that you're not the only one that's experiencing it. You know, it's uh, things that are going around. And just do the best that you can to handle them. Still stay safe wherever you're at because I know the weather is really bizarre lately. Um, but it's something we have to get used to. We've done this to Mother Nature, and Mother Nature is only doing what she knows best. And that's screwing our lives. So, you know, we, we keep on um, using the fossil fuels. We keep on polluting the environment. We keep on um, filling up the landfills and not knowing what we're going to do. Keep on letting big corporations go ahead and spill all these chemicals into our waterways and into the ground. And it's like, oops, sorry, we didn't mean to do that. And another week or so later, oops, we did it again. It's like, yeah, well, we're going to go oops to you and have you drink this stuff and have you eat this food. So it's interesting when you see, too, when some of these big companies that do the fracting, I have to watch how I say those words because my accent may come out a little strange. And all of a sudden, one of them is suing, so this way here, another company cannot go do the fracting in his backyard because it's too close to his house where he lives. Really, if it's good enough to be done near my back door, it's good enough to be done near your back door. And if not, then there's a problem, and you won't admit it. Even though he says, oh, it's all you know, totally safe for the environment. But I don't want it happening here. And I've come up with a conclusion lately. Anytime anyone says the word, but, they're hiding something. You know you're in trouble in a relationship when they're like, I really, really love you, but, and you're like, uh-oh, here we go. Or your boss calls into the office. You're doing a wonderful job, but we're going to come back in the hours. We'll fire you. You know, there's always something bad when there's always the but there. So that's why, too, when you're working with spirit and you're working with the energies, go ahead and say, I am totally grateful for everything you have done, but don't give me any more tests. The minute you put that but there, you're putting in a negative in there. You're being like, oh, well, I'm grateful for it, but not really. 
So maybe you won't realize that, that I'm not really grateful for everything you put me through. So until you can finally say to the universe, I am grateful for all the challenges that you give me, and I'm grateful ahead of time for the ones that you're going to bring to me, so bring it on. And really mean it without saying a but. Then all of a sudden you're going to notice less and less tests going on. You're going to notice your life's getting a little bit easier. The cranky neighbor that used to really drive you up a wall is being really nice all of a sudden to the point, uh-oh, what are they up to? Your coworkers at work are doing great. You probably even got a raise or a new job promotion or something. You know, things are going great for you because you left out the word but. Many of you go ahead and say that. You're putting up a blockage. You're telling the universe, I'm not really grateful. You know, I may seem to be, but I'm really not because I had to put the but in there. Because if you're really, you know, grateful for it all, you'll take those challenges because we all have to face them. I know I've said it myself too. It's like, oh no, don't do this, but please do that. You know, the universe is like, okay, we're going to do the first thing for you because you're not happy with it. But once you go ahead and learn to be grateful for everything else and accept everything that goes on in your life, and it's hard to get to that point of really truly meaning it. It's like, you know, I'm grateful for the time I was homeless. And people will be like, really? How can you be grateful about that? Well, it made me a stronger person. I realized I can do without. I, I can survive. I can go ahead and go on. You know, so anytime now anything goes ahead and happen, you know, at some point, too, I was like, oh, I'm so grateful for having this beat-up travel trailer that I'm living in. But please don't have a tornado hit it. And I'm not really grateful for what I had then. So now I'm like, you know, if it's meant to, for me to lose it during a hurricane or during a tornado, then I'll just start back all over again and know that the universe did it for a reason, and I'll be better off for it. It won't be easy, but it'll be better off for it in the long run. And you realize that things get off great. I mean, you know, I've been living now for the past 10 years in um, trailers and had one get hit with a 60-mile-an-hour gust of wind where it lifted up on one side and started rocking, where I'm like, uh-oh. You know, hurricanes coming through and perfectly safe. No, you know, n nothing bothered around my my, uh, my trailer. It's just like, you know, the universe put a hand there and said, okay, he's grateful. We'll keep his place safe. So anytime the big storms come by and we look on radar and I'm like, oh, you know, if it's meant to be, Louis gets nervous. It's like, but, 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 but what if we lose I said, don't butt anything. We're fine. The universe is not going to take our house for us. I said, don't worry about it. And all of a sudden, you look on radar and you see all this big red coming right at us. And all of a sudden, it veers to the south and it veers to the north, goes around us, and then on the other side, they join forces. And Louis's like, did you do that? I said, no, the universe did. I said, because we're grateful for what we have. They're not going to let anything happen to, uh, to the house here. I have that faith, and I know that. But he gets kicked any time we see the radar where all of a sudden it happens, all the storms just vanish. You know, they don't veer off. They just, whoop, broke down right as they, you know, right at our doorstep. We can hear the thunder in the distance, and the thunder stops. And then all of a sudden you look at radar, and it seems like it vanished, and then it went ahead and formed on the other side of us again. But that's what happens when you finally have that faith, when you finally believe and you understand and you know that it's all okay that it's going to be fine you know that but here i go with the word but you have to leave that word but out when you're being grateful for anything you know and you'll realize how much your world is going to definitely be changing
That's why I'm, you know, I, I don't even question anymore. You know, I say, but why do you have me doing this? You know, when all of a sudden it's like, grow a garden. Like, well, okay, I've got enough area. No, you need to make every area possible and grow veggies. veggies. And I'm like, really? Why? There's only so much I can eat. And all of a sudden I hear, because you can share it with those less fortunate. I'm like, oh, okay. And then when they're like, raise chickens. And I'm like, really? I have no idea what the heck I'm doing with raising chickens. Please. I go to the store, buy the eggs, that's it. And then I hear the universe like, because it's needed. I'm like, all right. And I realize when I'm out there and I watch them, if I'm feeling stressed and I watch them clucking around and going crazy and, you know, scratching around and, and it's just relaxing. And then, of course, I get the compost and fertilizers. Everything completes a cycle. And then I get the best taste of eggs you can ever get. You can't buy them in a store that way. So, but I, you know, I've learned to listen to what the universe has to say, to listen to what spirit is telling me, what um, I'm being uh, asked to do. And it's not easy sometimes. You know, sometimes you feel like just, you know, turning off the computers, locking up the doors, saying, that's it, I'm closed, I'm done, uh, sayonara, see you later, you all deal with it on your own. And just go ahead and curl up in the bed and just say, oh, what the hell have I done with my life? And then spirits like, you know better. Or somebody will come by and it'll be like, you've changed my life. You really helped me. And it's like, really? You had to pull that card on me, didn't you? You had to make me feel really, you know, really good that I did something good for someone. Spirit laughs, says, yep. And we're not done with you yet. So I'm like, all right, bring it on. So yesterday I was feeling really bad, really crazy, the whole bit. And I was like, oh my God, what the heck am I doing? And then I got a message, uh, what was it, um, the other day, they got a message from someone, and they want information, actually I have a few people I'm talking to, um, all over the country, who want my help to be able to go ahead and start their own center. They, they're picking my brain of what we do and everything else, and I'm like, well, we can go ahead and get you a charter your own identity, you know, your own, you, you form your own corporation, but you're like an umbrella of ours and you can work with us, um, you know, on a lot of things. So there's lots of things we can do um, as far as doing that. If, if you're, all, you know, all by yourself, then you can just go ahead and take care of things by yourself. But uh, so I figured, well, Spirit kept saying we're going to expand and I've got people like, can you help me? I want to start a church like yours where I'm at. So I'm like, all right. We'll have it. We'll take care of it. But that's enough of all my little spiel because we have with us a very wonderful guest tonight. It's none other than a very wonderfully gifted and beautiful psychic medium, Melissa Berman. Welcome back, Melissa. Hello, Reverend Michael. Good evening. How are you? And hi, everybody. How are you on this crazy day? (laughs) I can't imagine. How are you dealing with the Mercury retrograde? (laughs) Oh, it's been crazy. Did you find, like, the last week was easier, and then I was thinking, you know, I, I don't know if you've noticed it, but once in a blue moon, it seems like there is a retrograde with Mercury once a year or once in a while that's not so, it's a little bit more mild, and I thought last week, oh, maybe this is going to be that one, and then, boom, this week was like, oh, I'm not, 
I mean, like I couldn't land. I couldn't get grounded. I couldn't do any. And my computer was just might as well have just like, you know, played itself and just silly things that you had to redo over and over and over. And it's it's bizarro world. What do you what oh, yeah. say, you Reverend Michael? Oh yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, my Windows eight. Uh, laptop is like it's it's swapping from one screen to the next. I'm like, I'm not even touching you. What are you doing here? And, yeah. you know, the phone won't stay charged or it's it won't hang up and it's doing all this weird stuff. And yeah. The lights at the center, they turn them off. I go ahead and I look in later on at night to see if I could spot anything and the lights are on. And they're like, I shut them off. I know I did because the switch is there by the front door. Right, right, right. And the lights are on. I'm like, okay. So it's just really strange stuff. Because I'm thinking it's the mischievous. Like, I'm thinking about Mercury being the messenger, and then you know, the high, you know, and the and the messenger who is can be very. Um, he can tease a little bit. He can do all that. It, when you when you look at the runes and the great Hayoki, and that's you know, um, if I'm saying that right, and that's Mercury it represents Mercury. And then I'm thinking, you know, we're dealing with a lot of cosmic fallout too, uh, where the light is just permeating and penetrating and so if there's that dark fallout it's just doing whatever it can to kind of mess with us and we just keep moving through it i think there's a little of that going on what do you think yeah there's uh there's just a lot of strange it's hard to keep up with it too <laughs> so what are you doing to stay calm you're feeding the chickens yeah feeding the chickens going outside uh working in the yard um yeah. you know just getting lost in there just you know mindful nothingness Yes, yes, beautiful. And then, how has your weather been in Florida? Uh, it's been like a roller coaster, like the rest of the country. We'd, we'd be like uh, mid to upper seventies, low eighties, and then all of a sudden, you know, for daytime highs. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, we'd get the cold spell, and our daytime highs would be maybe upper forties, low fifties. <gasps> Whoa! And we'd stay that way for maybe a week, and all of a sudden, back up the warm again, and then back down the cold. It's like just all over the place. Same here. It's like we're, we had 80, 80 degrees. We all have our air conditioners on, and then we have our heaters on, our air conditioners. And it's bizarre world. And, of course, it tries to rain here, and it does its best. But we're just here in L.A., it's just <laughs> coughing it out like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's just we're waiting for the rain. It's like a holiday. It's like Winnie the Pooh waiting for the you know honey jar. It's just come on already. you know. But um, it's been really warm and strange. We had these really weird winds the other day. And it was warm during the day, and then it got really cold with the winds. I figured it's the wind of change, and then we had the full moon and stuff. So, And then, you know, River Michael, there's all these other planets involved, and we're getting ready to have major retrogrades. So I read somewhere the other day that it's going to be the first half of this year is going to be just like, you know, oh, okay, because 2013 was really enough, you know. And so I thought, let's get all these retrogrades out of the way at the beginning of the year, and I guess that's what's going to happen. But there's squares going on and retrogrades and all these planets doing stuff. And, you know, we're influenced by it. We don't have to be controlled by it but i think because we are a part of it because it is part of the divine you know will i mean some people say oh no you know it's satan you know whatever people say i'm just teasing you know but we get these gifts we get these tools we have astrology we have symbols in nature we have all of these things that have evolved and been passed down to us and we use them as markers and signs and that sort of thing and so um, I do think it's telling what's going on. I mean, the world is, you know, the universe is changing this world because of all of this. And I'm thinking about the Olympics. How crazy has that been? Oh, you know? I know. It's been really bizarre. I didn't get to see that um, young girl skate. Did you get to watch her skate at all? No, I wasn't the, able to. I, I haven't watched them. 
I only watch snippets, but there's like all this brouhaha, and people are, I'm thinking, are people being sore losers? How are they dealing with it? You know, there's like the American, I think it was the the speed racers, the women's speed racers team, and they're all up in arms. Everybody's complaining, and I'm thinking, is this the message we want to get across, you know, about being a champion? And some people are being very gracious under fire, and it's very political, this, this session around, because it's in Russia maybe. I don't know. It just doesn't have the same flavor as it did when I was growing up. Do you find that too at yeah. all? It, yeah, it, yeah it just seems something's just totally different about it. Yeah. Do you think it's because it's more commercial now or because it's – Yeah, it's I think like that's it's, what it is. It's about you know getting the biggest sponsors, and um, you know, I think everything's just gotten so commercialized with it. Uh, that's a shame, too, because it used to be just like, oh, my God, you cry when you watch people. You know, I don't know. I would. Did yeah. You probably cry. Yeah, you would. We would. Yeah. And you just kind of watch it and go, you can't catch your breath. And the one thing I did see was the Pairs skater and the Americans did win. They won silver the last time and they won gold. And they were lovely. I mean, they were just just right on, spot on. And that was a lovely thing to see. And, of course, if you're online down there, there's always a spoiler alert. But, you know, you just you want to watch it anyway. And then... The Canadians weren't really happy, and it was like sour grapes because they share the same coach. And I'm thinking, you know, they won gold the last time. And I'm thinking, where is that fine line of being honest and being truthful and then, you know, crossing the line and then being, you know, not the best sports person? And that's a role model for everybody. And so that's what kind of – I always look at the philosophy behind everything. I can't help it. I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> it's like it just seems to be with me. And I always look at that, and I just see, you know, what can I garner from this about this, you know. But enough about that. Your garden's growing. You're being called to do other things. It sounds like you're doing amazing things. I hope. <laughs> what do you I mean, hope. hope. I don't know. You know, you're flawless. Sans flaw. We say this in French. Without flaw. Sans flaw. I made that up, but it works. Yeah. Right? Well, hopefully, hopefully I'm doing what the universe wants me to do, and hopefully everything's going to work out okay. So I just leave it up to them and say, all right, just bring it on. Yeah, but you're Reverend Michael. You know, you're the guy. You're the man. You're the man. Uh, I hope. <laughs> you are. You know that's true. You're working it there in Florida. I'm trying to. Yeah. So what else do you do for fun, Reverend Michael? I know you garden, and I know you garden, have... Take care of the chickens, look at all the cute men around, aggravate the rednecks. think when you do all of this oh he's just thinking i'm just crazy yeah he supports you so you have a lot of um that in in florida that neck that is red oh yeah right now yeah where i'm at it yeah there's some good old country boys out here right where you and so do they don't bother you do they at the center no no they don't bother me at the center and and i've got some you know that work in the uh because i live in a mobile home and travel trailer park and i've got um the maintenance guys are real rednecky country guys, and they're real cool. They said, you know, your action isn't straight. I said, I'm a gay man. I said, I don't do anything straight. They start laughing. They're like, you got oh, us on that one. That's hilarious. Yeah. So is it pretty peaceful there, even though they're rednecky? Oh, oh yeah. That word? Next of the red. It is. They're not revving up yeah. cars and having parties and throwing, smashing beer bottles. They're just, nah. they're just kind of right-wingish. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, for the most part. But, you know, they're real open-minded on a lot of things. So. Oh, that's awesome. So any red de- Democrats that are? There probably Come are. On. I bet. Yeah, I'm sure. And then you've got all the Beach Boys. Is that what you're looking at? 
Oh no. Where else some of these I don't, guys I don't look at all. The, I don't look at all. I, I, it's, it's they're nice to look at at times, but I don't go by the beach. It's too crowded. Too many crazy people out there. So where are you finding these guys to look at? Right in your in your neighborhood there. Oh yeah, because the city the city folk are moving up this way. Oh my, the city folk are becoming country folk. Yeah. Interesting. So are any of the um, I'm gonna call them RD RNs, R rednecks, RNs. Are some of them cute? Well, some of them are, yeah. Yeah. So they're they're and, and they like it when you know they like it if they know that I'm gay and he and they just start you know laughing and smiling and stuff and. I told them, I said, you're cute. It's too bad we can't swing you over to the other side. And they're like, no, oh, sorry, ain't going there. But you know, they, they, you know, they, they like it. When they're rolling up they their like sleeves it. and showing you their pecs and their muscles and stuff, right? I mean, they're oh, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fun. It makes it so fun. So what, what, what have you been doing to keep yourself grounded? Um, you know what? I'm just going through it, Reverend Michael. I'm like, I do, you know, I do a lot of candle work and and uh, I do a lot of inner work and that sort of thing and some days I just I just try to breathe and drink a lot of liquids and just say you know I don't know I guess some there's some transitions going on and then I'll be guided to read something and it'll be about the solar flares and all this stuff and I'll go and that the, the symptoms are exactly what I'm having you know and so I just work on it that's the best I can do and you know some days are like the next day you're okay or you know go to the park or try to do whatever but the energy feels like it's just having to be transmuted and that just seems to be what it what happens you know so i just go through it <laughs> well how can everyone find you for a phenomenal reading oh thank you so much you can find me uh at m a b e r m a n at um, no m a berman arts a r t s at gmail dot com so if you email me i will be in correspondence with you and i will never use your email for other than corresponding and you know talking about what the best session would be for you meaning the collective you hello holla cool and that's that's that till i come to visit all you guys there in florida I know, or else, you know, one of these days, maybe I'll be, you know, I don't know, if the universe sees fit, I'll start doing a countrywide tour one of these days, <gasps> I don't know. Ooh la la, that would be so great. Come so, we want to go ahead, uh, I, I'm going to try to, I'd love to. We would, Oh, that would just be too wonderful. I'll go to All California right, and, and start a church there, too. Oh, please, and then, you know what, we'll get Arlene to come, too, she'll meet you in Florida. Okay, Arlene, I can hear you laughing. I don't have my chat room up, I'm here in sacred quiet space not that that isn't either i've just it's just you know anyway i'm focusing here and arlene will get on the on the hitch the hitch hitch what hitch a ride with the wagon yeah. what is yeah, that wagon will... train ho and then we'll yeah. all meet you ah, that would be so groovy i would dig it look at me i'm talking like a 60s girl what is that <laughs> who am i talking to help me help me <laughs> well how about we go ahead and grab some calls and see who oh, that would help. be Fabulous. See who's visiting us tonight okay. and being with us tonight. I, Lovely. I, I thought I recognized this number the minute I logged in earlier. I was like, whoa, I think that's who who it is. So it's none other than a wonderful friend of mine, and, and you know him too, is the wonderful Reverend Ron Bates. <gasps> hey, Melissa. Hi, Reverend Ron. How are Hi. you? A little despondent tonight, so I need some help. All right. Yeah, you feel really sad and low, and oh, I'm going to cry with you. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you cry. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't even apologize. I can just feel oh. it, and I can see it. How can... How Hi, can... Michael. Oh, wow. Hello. He, he logged off. <laughs> no. Uh, I had a real falling out with my partner tonight. Oh. And 
we've been working really hard to get. He's in the Navy and he's 25, so I know he's young. You know, young. Right, right, right. All right, but he goes to Virginia to get hit into this special school that he wanted to get into in the Navy, and he achieved it. And he came back today, and I was so proud of him. And, you know, the whole time I'm taking care of his dog, uh, you know, I'm doing everything. And he comes back, and he doesn't even stay three hours in the house. Somebody, you know, his buddy over, his buddy over in St. Pete calls, and he's out the door and says, I'll see you Sunday. No. And I'm like, are you serious? How long have you been together? About six months. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but I mean... No, 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 keep going. It, it, it's okay. And I just I, I, I just feel like I've been kicked in the guts. Like, these other people are more important to you than maybe, you know, go hang out with them tomorrow. You know, I'm the one that helped you get through this school. These other people didn't help you get through this school. You know, you had a, a massive achievement. That's great. I want you to celebrate. I understand I don't drink and you do, but can't you just maybe not tonight and spend some quality time with me? So here's, here's part of it. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to receive love. Part of what he's about, he hasn't grown to that yet. Uh-huh. Um, and it feels also that it's made you feel helpless and, and almost like he's trying to get a free ride. He doesn't, yeah. It's not your job to teach him how to receive love. You're supposed to be mm-hmm. in a partnership that's balanced and Correct. brings you comfort and joy. This is karmic. This is definitely mm-hmm. a past life um, uh, recognition. Um, it's almost like, re- I don't know why retribution is coming through, but it feels like you're going to get your answer about this. You're better than the way you're being treated, Reverend Ron, and you yeah. have to make a decision whether you want to babysit and handhold mm-hmm. someone uh, or if you're ready to take a step out and let somebody come to you that is, on and without disrespecting this young man on your level That's okay. no, on I, your I, level I six months mm-hmm. with him back and forth um that's the mystery of it and that's the excitement of it and that's the kind right. of thrill of it but mm-hmm. he hasn't gotten to a point of being responsible enough to find what love really is when one receives love and that's that's the message that's coming through for you you okay. haven't done anything. You haven't done anything wrong. It's just that it's not. You're not getting your needs met, and you shouldn't. Right. It, and for you to have to explain to somebody like that, that's your red flag. It is, and and I've seen the red flag. It's like, I, I just, I let. It's just amazing. I've never let somebody get this deep in me before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's got a father and son kind of vibe. It's got like soldiers. Brother soldiers, it's got you know, mm-hmm. it's got all kinds of different elements to it, um, and right. maybe maybe touching on something in your own childhood. There's all those levels which you do know how to process, but you have right. to grieve. You have to grieve this, and you know you can decide you know how you want this to go. Now you don't have to control it, but you have to decide mm-hmm. how you want it to go. You're not getting your needs met, and right. he's not really a partner if this is how he's treating you. It's like okay, right. Dad, I'll see. You. I'm gonna take the car out. He's that's right. not who you are. You're his no, love partner, but he doesn't have the experience. He doesn't have that wisdom. Uh-huh. No, I, I know that. And tonight was just such a major you letdown. Feel like you've been stabbed. You feel like you've been stabbed in the stomach is what it feels. Yeah, like. that's how I feel. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and all I and I don't cry, and all I wanted to do tonight was just cry my eyes out. Yeah, and I think that would be good for you. And you have to decide, you know, am, am I am I crazy? I mean, there's that attraction and that pull, but mm-hmm. you're not going to get what you need from this relationship right now. You're just not. Yeah. He's not capable because he doesn't know how to receive love. So he's just a kid, you know. And you're, right. and you're yeah. you know, there are people who are that young that can, but because he's 25, um, things happen between 25 and 30, as you know, that right. accelerate the learning. But if he's a soldier and he drinks and you, you're a reverend and you don't and there's all of that, you can't be expected to lower your vibration to match where he is, even though, right. even though it's a lovely exchange intimately and all that stuff. You're worth mm-hmm. more than this. You're worth more than this. So you. You, can, you can piddle along with it for a little while, but it's going to continue like this. It's just going to be this this sort of. It feels like what is that? The uh, hamster in the cage kind of thing. You're going to reach a pl- plateau, and oh, it feels great, and then it feels like crap, and then it feels great, and right. it feels like crap, and and you you know you've paid those dues already. Yeah, and, I already have, and I'm tired of paying dues. But you know, it's it's so hard. I mean, I went seven years before I even dated, almost seven years before I even dated him because I couldn't find anybody of quality and 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 i understand right. we need breaks in between relationships but that's ridiculous but that's, <laughs> yeah. but that's but you were doing other things spiritually reverend, reverend yes, Ron. you were doing other things so you can't we can't look at it and put a time frame on the fact it was seven years we have to look at it and go and the, this is what i needed to work on to get to where i am so that makes a lot of sense that you found someone you're attracted to now Mm-hmm. For you, you know, if you want to try to communicate with him and, and not feel needy about it, it's making you feel needy, and that's the worst place yeah, to be. And, and, and it's like I told him tonight on a text message, I don't need your pity. I don't need your, you know, pity time is how I put it. Oy. And he and, doesn't get that, but he didn't know what to write back to you. I'll see you later, right? That's what he wrote yeah, back. Yeah, basically, uh, I don't know what to do. See you later. What do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I mean, you yeah. can you can have that kind of a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. or you can you know have the discussion and say I just don't think this is right for either of us, and be sad and grieve and mourn, and then get through mm-hmm. that mourning and meet the right person because you just yeah. got back into the scene. You don't want to you don't want to <laughs> go full tilt boogie. You want to date a little bit more or check out the uh, scene. Yeah. Well, you've made me feel a lot better. Thank oh, you so much. You're divine. I mean, and you're welcome. And I just, uh, you know, you'll know wow. what to do. And you don't have to do it like yesterday. Take the right Well, step. I know what I need to do. You just gave me, when you use the one word, you use the word toxic. Yeah. And unfortunately, when somebody describes my relationship like that, then I need to take a really hard look at what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because, you know, I need to... I need to have a healthy, happy, loving relationship, and I deserve that. I've been through too much. Yes, you have. Not to have it. Yeah, and this this is like the reminder of all those seven years of hard work. Is this what you want to do? Is this how you want it to spill? You know, because I was thinking the other day, I liked me more, and then Mm -hmm. Ashton Kutchner, and like it was perfect, if I'm saying his name right, it was perfect for a while, and then he grew into a a different age and another age, and he became, you know, he went through that shift. And, you know, mm-hmm. they split. 
So it's kind of now he's with somebody that's closer to his own, you know, his own age, which is, I don't have a problem with that. And I'm not into ageism and I'm not into, you know, oh, my God, they're 30 years apart or 20 years apart or 15 years apart or any of that. It's the meaning of the heart, soul, and mind. But when somebody's need is, needs are not being met and they're having to do all the work, a.k.a. you, right. Reverend Ron, forget right. it. It's like you have too much to offer. You shouldn't have to suffer like this. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Oh, thank you for the pep talk. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and just take it easy. Take a bath and drink some tea and just take some long, deep breaths and have a little conversation, as we say, with God and your angels. Yeah. And find out what, how, you know, you'll know. You already know. Exactly. I know what I need to do now. And we need to get some, we have to get Reverend Michael to fix you up at the blind date because he knows some good people. <laughs> I am not dating anybody from Pasco County. I am sorry. <laughs> I don't know about it. I'm not getting in the middle of that. Where do you live? <laughs> oh, my God. Reverend I thought I have to take my shotgun with me on a oh, date no. just so we can catch food, okay? Oh, stop. <laughs> Snap, Mary. Now, listen, where exactly do you live? <laughs> well, he is, he's a city boy. Let's just oh. say Reverend Michael out in his area, raccoon is brain food, okay? Oh, stop. You don't eat the raccoons. Some people wear them on their heads. Now, listen, where exactly do you live, city boy? You're the city boy and the country boy. What? I, I live in the city. I live in Tampa. My, okay. my friend up there in Pasco County, he lives out in the sticks. <laughs> he lives in the country where it's more peaceful, the city mouse and the country mouse. So, yeah, but you've got to go visit. Anyway, you never know who you're going to meet. There are exactly. hunky, hunky redneck guys there. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I don't want to I'll offend make sure anybody. I, Next I take my there. mace, too. I'll have to bring my happy face, but I'll bring <laughs> my mace. Okay. <laughs> so maybe you need, maybe you don't want to go to Boca, do you, to go check out? It's, that's not going to work. But you want to go maybe to St. Pete. Yeah. Maybe there's a place around there you want to hang. I know a little bit about it. Yeah, St. Petersburg's really, really nice. If my parents weren't in assisted living here in Tampa, I'd be over in St. Pete, Clearwater. Yeah. So, well, but, but you can you go know, take a little ride. Yeah, it's a little drive, and I don't mind a drive, believe Put me. Put on your captain's hat and go for a little ride down to St. Oh, Pete and see what you can find. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, hey, thank you, Melissa, so You're much. Welcome, and, Michael, well, thank you so much for... Talking me back from the edge here because I was yes. really despondent. Yeah, you feel better. And and light a candle, say a prayer is what my brother always says. And you, we're here for you. You let us know what else we can do to help. Thank you so much. Blessings to you. Thank Michael, you. Just you. Mute, just mute yeah, me. I want to continue listening to the show, okay? I will. And give me a call anytime if you need to talk. I'm always here. Thank you, my brother. You're welcome. Thank you, Arlene. I just had to throw Arlene you. in there. <laughs> I'll see you guys uh, Tuesday night. Okay, have a good Take one. Take care, Reverend Ron. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, he's such a sweetheart. He's the best. Oh, I hate when people's hearts break like that. You could feel it right through the phone, couldn't you, Reverend Michael? Oh yeah. It was just uh, heartbreaking, but you know, he's he's such a good man, and it all works out. We kick this boy to a curb. We're gonna kick this boy to a curb without an anchor. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's you know that's the hard part when um, you know in any relationship, no matter even with the age, um, you can still find it. But um, you know, he's still at that at that young age and being in the military and don't ask, don't tell has been repealed. So sometimes they get the little wild side of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it should be like the, the sanctuary of wow, I found somebody who 
Okay, I could hear Reverend Ron going, don't say it, don't say it. But, you know, somebody, I found somebody that I can really count on, but Reverend Ron will find somebody that he can count on because he he's will. worthy this, and deserving. This was, the, uh, the, this was the jumping off point where he was able to go ahead and get back into the uh, swing of things and yeah. be like, Okay, I, I can go ahead and date now, and I, I can go ahead and have some fun. And, yeah. You know, unfortunately, we have to... Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, is, you know, unfortunately, we have to deal with the, the little heartbreaks in between, but... Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to see Reverend Ron find somebody who has, it, like, a, a convertible, like a convertible Rolls Royce or ca- old Cadillac or something festive. <laughs> I can hear him like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, <laughs> where, where he lives at, there's a lot of Beamers down by there in Mercedes. Oh, Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. Get to St. Pete. Get to St. Pete. I feel like St. Pete. Yeah, I know where uh, Ron lives in um, in the Ebor area, so which is a really nice up and coming area. So. Ooh la la. Yeah. I don't know. I get a feeling that there's something in St. Pete there for him. So we'll see. Oh, Keep yeah. us posted. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I love being out in the country, but I love being in the city too. So. Now, how far is how far are you from St. Pete and Tampa and all that? How long does it take you to get there? Um, an hour. From my house. That's not too bad. No. And what's is what's the main city near where you guys are? Tampa. It is Tampa. Okay. Yeah, well, that's Tampa's not Saint too Pete, bad. Water. Yeah. No. I mean, it takes me almost a half hour to get to the center, but um, to go to Tampa, to go to Rounds would take me about an hour, a little over an hour, and the same thing for St. Pete. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's nice because then you get away from it all. You have your you have like your retreat when you get home. And that's yeah. not too bad. Tra- how's traffic in Florida? Is it like ridiculous? Like oh, LA crazy. and people, yeah, you know, people cut you off. They don't use the turn signals. And, yeah, they think they're in Ita- in, in Italy, right? <laughs> yeah, they just go wherever they want. You know, that's a shame. And lately, people have been going the wrong way on the highways. It's like, really, you're an idiot. Oh God, what happened? Oh my God. Uh, you know, drinking and driving. Getting oh, on the on ramp and going, you know, northbound in the south. You know, going northbound in the southbound lane and. Oh my! And now, do you have a lot of CHP out there, or not CHP, but I guess FHP, Florida Highway Patrol, out there? Uh, uh, yeah, but Florida is so backwards. I mean, I think um, you know they really need more officers. Yeah. But they cut the budget so much where it's like, you know, you've got one um, highway patrol officer for a couple of hundred square miles, maybe. Oh dear! Oh dear! It sounds like LA. I mean, it's like, yeah. and then all of a sudden you'll see them. Well, I have to confess, when I first moved to LA. I didn't know the freeways, and I don't drink. But I, I went the wrong way on a on an on ramp, and luckily, I, through the grace of the divine, it was like a total divine intervention. I went, oh my god, this is the wrong way in the freeway, because I didn't know where I was, because I was so new to town. <laughs> like I had to like, a quick U-turn and got off there. Oh my god, that was scary. I just yeah. thought I'd share that because that's whimsical. But <laughs> right, ugh. Well, we'll go ahead. We'll grab another call. Okie doke. You were supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> I was laughing. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing a beautiful melting. I'm confessing. <laughs> I know. That's okay, though. We've got to make sure that because it's archived, so this way people will just bypass that and be like, uh, okay, she's uh, not going to be like the rest of us. And the what? The what? This way they will, they will, they'll be like, oh, she's not as crazy as the rest of us then. Oh, I am crazy like the rest of us. We're all in it together, right? Yeah. So, yeah. well, we'll see what we can do for Melvin in Georgia. Hey, Melvin. Hey, Michael. Thank you for taking my call tonight. Good evening, Melvin. Good evening. How you doing, man? I'm good. good. It's so nice to hear from you. How can we help you? 
Yes, ma'am. I was uh, calling in just to see uh, what, you know, you can tell me what's coming up for me for the job-wise and relationship as well. I'm interested in young ladies. I'm going to pick one. Which one do you want me to pick, job or relationship? Well, let's see uh, the job. Okay. I think we've spoken before, and I think are you the gentleman that you do work with your hands? Mm, yes, ma'am. I work with my hands. Yeah. Um. How? No luck yet, huh? No, not yet. I okay. just left a uh, work uh, a uh, search uh, fair work search fair yesterday, and uh, I ran up on the same people that I applied for jobs. So they just. They told me to resubmit my applications. Different places. Melvin, what exactly do you love to do? Coaching football. Okay, now with young kids. You want to work with youth or? High school football, maybe college. Um, now, do you, to do that, do you have a degree in PE? Uh, well, I have. You don't have to have a degree. You don't. Uh, okay. No, not in the state of Georgia. You just have to pass the uh, the uh, the board uh, exam from the principal of the high school that hired you. Got it. So you lost a coaching job? Yes, I, I haven't coached since 2006. Because they cut the budgets. They cut a lot of stuff out, so I don't yeah. I don't know if it went down. So is there any city that you could go to that's away from where you are in Georgia where you could have a fresh start to do this? Because it feels like you were like a political pawn in all of this. But you can't let that stop you from doing your passion. So is there a place that you could go to that's not that you may have to drive a little bit to? The yes. outskirts. I that yes. feels like the next step for you to 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 look outside to different opportunities outside of where you live. Well, what about the, why is it why was I a uh, political icon on this? Um, because people, well, for one thing, there were people who were jealous of you, and as a result, they pretended that they couldn't trust you when they knew that they could. Is that correct? That's true, yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. But I don't know who they are. But right, I well, have an know, idea. It's Yeah, so trust your intuition, Melvin, because you're very, very spiritual and you're very, very loved by God and you're very, very intuitive. Um, so you want to, you want to, and have you talked to a lawyer at all in the past? Uh, about this issue? Mm-hmm. No, ma'am, I haven't. Is it something you would be comfortable discussing or is it an unnecessary uh, road to take? Well, I just don't want to, you know, burn any bridges. And uh, I, I'd rather just, you know, find a nice little high school and, and coach some young kids. And, okay. Uh, um, because, just, yeah, oh, that's all I want to do. Right. Just keep that in the back of your mind just so that you have that as as a support idea, okay? Because you don't, yeah, need, to go through, you don't need to go through these things by yourself. You're a very strong and humble man, and you're, you're a very – you know, you're just a very kind soul. And sometimes um, not burning bridges is not always what we need to do. Sometimes we have to in certain instances. But it feels like because this is your passion that there will probably be opportunities that are going to take a little bit of a drive but to put your application there and get away from this energy. 
Okay? Yes, ma'am. And will you let us know how it goes? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So there is, you don't see anything coming up for me? It, well, that's, that's the guidance that's being shared with me, that if you can take it away from the, from the expected places that you've been going to and take it outside of your town, it, it feels like there's going to be more opportunities for you. That's, that is just in the Colton area? Well, you're in the Colton area? Yes, ma'am. So you need to get out of the Colton area. No, coaching. coaching oh, I football. thought you said Colton was a city. Oh, no, you can no. still coach, but you need to take it away from where you've been. You need to get out of that whole school system environment where you've been and, and look elsewhere. So if you have to commute a little bit or relocate, relocation feels like a big jump for you. But if you have to commute a little bit further to get to the kind of environment that's going to be supportive of you, then that's what you're going to need to do. And it feels very promising. And it feels like by April, May, you'll know something. So instead of looking where you're looking now, take a risk and look outside of your city and okay. see what happens, okay? Don't give yes, up. That's your passion. I won't. Okay? Uh, yes. Just call that's on true. God and your angels more, Melvin. Call on your support team that's in, in the unseen world, blessed by heaven, and work with them more. Okay? You'll see miracles. Okay. All okay? Right. And will you let us yeah. know what happens? I uh, sure. I uh, sure okay. will. Thank you. Cheering, rooting you on, Melvin, okay? Cheering you on, okay? <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. You Thank got you. it. Good night, Melvin. Good night. Good night, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Yes. You're so welcome. All right. So we can do for Tia in Michigan. Hi, Tia. Hi, how are you guys tonight? Hi, Tia. How, about, how are you? I'm pretty good. Freezing over here, but uh, other than that, it's all good. How cold is it? It's um, 15 degrees right now. Oh, Tia. And is it snowy? Oh. Yeah, we're, we have. Oh, my gosh, we're buried in snow. It's been, it's, they're saying the uh, most snowfall in, in like 15 years here. Oh, and are you cozy and you have everything you need? Oh, yeah, I've been tucked in all evening. <laughs> okay. So how how can we help you? Um, well, I've got there's a lot of different issues going on with family, so I was wondering if there was any messages from uh, Spirit for me tonight. God, they're driving you crazy. It's like you're spinning around and around and around and around. It's almost like the maypole with, like, all of these people dancing around you, and they're, they're kind of wrapping you up. Um, so what, what needs to happen is your ability to say no more, to know that you're not going to be um, ostracized if you do, to be comfortable in the fact that you are your own person and that you deserve to... Um, almost be left alone on some of these issues. It's almost like people come to you because they, they know that you're going to have an answer because you're so intuitive, but they take advantage of that. And if you have one specific question with one specific issue, we can. your guides are saying we, meaning them, can tune in a little bit more if you'd like. Yeah, um, actually, yes. That would, I'm, I'm very curious about my, uh, my guides. I've been trying to communicate without... Um, no avail for about a year now, but 
I'm very interested in um, names or, or communicating with them. If there's any advice you can give me on that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you spend time? I know when you you can't spend time in too much nature right now because you're snowed in. But do you spend time outdoors when you can, or near different, you know, water tributaries or things where it's just very peaceful? Absolutely. Yeah, I have a private little beach that I go to that's all to myself in the summertime. Okay. Quite often. So. What your guides are sharing is that, you know, you've got to do that more than just the summertime. Go for long walks when the snow's gone. Um, in your home right now, you can light a candle, uh, burn some incense, get in a real quiet place. You can even put a little sacred space in your room, however you want to roll with that. You have to give them permission to contact you. That's the one protocol that we have to honor. When we're incarnated and they're in spirit, um, we have what we call free will on this plane of expression, and we also have what I call true will, which is that still small voice within, which is that God self. And they can't interfere with our free will. You'll hear people having what they call divine interventions, Tia, and those are when, you know, <clears throat> sometimes it's a matter of life and death or the guides have to because of the, of the karmic path or whatever. So you have to just tell them, I give you permission to contact me. Uh, in sacred space, have a prayer session, call upon, you know, you know, whatever your prayer work is. I say prayer, you're, you know, you're bringing in the light and love. And then in sacred space, I am open to receiving messages from my beloved team. And what will happen is if you do this as a regular practice, even if the first time you do it, you can actually do it before you go to sleep at night. Just put yourself in a nice protective light and whatever you use for your invocation. And then they'll send you messages. They'll start sending you dreams. You'll start to see, and they're going to, what I call, give you homework. They'll kind of test you so that you trust your guts more with this. And they will help you with every situation. Okay. Okay. Um, Now, one more quick question, if you could. You said to put the protective light around. Um, what, What do you mean by that? Well, see, visualize yourself in, you know, white light or yellowish light, the light of the divine. Um, and you can do a little homework on this, too, about different protection shields. It's just that you want to keep that communication very, very sacred and whole. And so when you're working with this, you want to make sure that you've got that one-on-one. And there's a lot of interference sometimes when we get in that space. So we want to just, some people call in the corners or put a, cast a circle or, you know, when you're in meditation, you can do the three ohms. You can ohm before you do that it's, and then call in the light of the divine for protection. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're more than okay. welcome. Will you keep us posted all cuddly there, okay? <laughs> oh, I am. I'd like to continue listening too, please. Thank you so much. Good you're night, welcome. Yeah, I'll go ahead and unmute you. Thank you. The snow has been unbelievable for people, hasn't it, Reverend Michael? Oh, it's been it's been crazy, but you know, we we have to start getting used to these weather extremes. And what are we going to accomplish with that, do you think? Is it to get people to be more close or to for people to pay more attention also to the environment? What what do you think is the purpose? Um uh, the divine purpose, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we have to pay more attention to the environment, everything that's going on, um, because right now we're like, oh, no, global warming, we're, you know, freezing and, and all is really ice cold. But wait till the summer when we have the other extreme of really yeah. hot weather and, you know, severe storms, and everyone's going to be like, wow, we've never had stuff like this before. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 
you know, scientists are saying that's part of the global warming. That you know, you're going to have the highs and uh, the highs and lows. And if we don't, you know, and what can we do to? Hot. So what? And so we just—is it about recycling? It's about different kinds of petrol and gas. It's about taking care of Mother Earth and and knowing that we can't be greedy like this. Isn't that the divine message with it? Would you say? Yeah, because uh, we have all the technology to go ahead and be able to do things um, a lot greener to, to help mm-hmm. out the environment. But it's all about corporate greed. That's why, you know, they want to do the fracting. They don't um, want the alternative energies out there. Yeah. You know, um, you know, when you get the hydrogen vehicles, a gentleman in Clearwater, I think it was, uh, here in Florida, uh, was running his car in water. Oh, and wow. He designed the technology and sold it. And, you know, rumor had it he sold it to one of the big auto manufacturers or an oil company. And when asked, well, who did you sell it to? And he's like, I I can't say. So they go ahead and they get the technology like this and they, you know, pay him, you know, a boatload of money. And then they lock it up because, oh, no, we can't do that. Yeah, because water's, you know, we're losing water too. But what a brilliant idea. So somebody else has to override that. (laughs) Yeah. Because that would help people. And and that's the divine message, you know, and it's like, and, Yeah, and the same thing with, you know, we have, uh, you know, you can do solar energy. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the technology to make the, the solar panels um, strong enough and small enough to where, you know, you can cover um, everything with them and do that. But, you know, the big oil industry and everything else controls everything and uh, raises it to where it's not uh, affordable to do that. Right. When they start running out of oil and realize people are like, okay, we can't buy it, we can't afford it, and you know, with the supply and demand, where there's no more of a demand and they have this big supply, you know, or dwindling supplies, then you'll see solar power coming down. Uh, but you know, by then it's just going to be so crazy to try to um, implement it all because people won't be able to afford it. Right, and that's the whole thing behind Pluto and Capricorn. You know, we talk about Pluto being this the underworld uh, to transmute to the highest of the high, and it's in Capricorn. It hasn't been that way since the, the, the you know, the uh, American Revolution, and we have Pluto with Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn. So we have all of this bringing all this up, and people are being call, called out on their stuff. So that's the glimmer of, of you know, faith that we have to take that it's going to hopefully proceed a little bit more quickly if we can if we can stay this way talking about it like you say and 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 staying aware because it's just ridiculous what's going on you know the gas how are gas prices by the way where you are uh they're going up they're like three <laughs> almost 350 now oh gosh we yeah. vacillate between like three are you using regular or high test or whatever regular regular okay yeah so for regular here it goes anywhere from i say 349 i saw it for something the other day depending on the different you know, boroughs of L.A., and and then it goes down. And it's like, why is it up right now? Because of the snowstorms? Is that the latest excuse? Or, you know... Yeah, they always that, have an excuse. They do. There's always some sort of scapegoat that does this, and then you wonder. But I still feel like this year is going to be evolutionary and kind of revolutionary. Well, how about you? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of changes. A lot of people are like, you know, I'm fed up with this. Um, 
but it's it's all with the energy shift that's taking place. Yes, yes. And the more uh, you know, the more spiritual people openly talk about it, the more uh, everyone else is going to be like, "Wow, I've been feeling that too." So I'm not losing my mind. Right, right. And and you know, the thing about spirituality too is that we can be any religion we want and have a spiritual truth. We can embrace that spiritual truth of that religion. It's not to um, to keep anybody out. So, you know, if, if somebody is listening or, or you know somebody that's, you know, very, uh, say, um, um, I would say like a Reformed Jewish person or, or someone who's Muslim or Christian, but they also have this other part because they've embraced that God self from the religion. That's all happening too, and that's a beautiful thing because that's bringing people together. That spiritual connection is, you know, the light around the planet and beyond. Yep. Yay. So I think the more we talk about it, the more people understand what's going on. Yeah. And the more we can go ahead and do and do change. Um, you know, like I said, you know, big business right now, they're not going to go ahead and change anything. You know, even when, when we run out of uh, clean drinking water and clean oh. air and running short on food, you know, these multimillionaires and billionaires, they can afford the clean water. They'll, they'll, they'll never run out of water no matter where they live. They'll mm. never run out of food. So, you know, really they don't care and they know that, you know, their children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren will be able to afford it because they have all the money. You know, unless the farmers can't have, don't have water and then they can't feed their crops, and then what are they going to do? How are they going to oh, eat? Oh, they'll, they'll still manage to be able to afford whatever's out there. Gotcha. Well, we got to stop it. There's nothing wrong with so, having money. It's just when people, you know, abuse their privileges with it. And I'm not saying everybody who's rich does that, but you can tell there's entitlement people. I mean, we find it, I find it here in the different areas of L.A. You know, you run through Beverly Hills and there are people there. It's like, you know, if... if if they go to like a, a Whole Foods or something and, and, and it's, the sandwich isn't cut perfectly, they will cause a scene in the middle of Whole Foods, and that's their level of awareness. Yeah. You know, and that's pretty scary stuff. But um, I think, you know, the everyday person can, we can make a difference with the environment, with the planet, if we um, were to go ahead and, you know, try growing your own vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody can do it. You can do it. I mean, that's why when I see something online, I've posted on and shared on my page. Um, you know, if you don't have room, um, get an old pallet that some store has thrown out and hook up uh, flower pots to it and start oh, growing cool. them upwards and then, you know, grow things in containers. Um, yeah. if, if you're like, well, I really can't afford um, to go out and buy, you know, a big flower pot. Okay, well, you get a gallon of milk, cut the top off it, put a couple of holes at the bottom, put something underneath there and, for drainage. Oh, and you've got amazing. a pot to go grow something. Oh, that's fabulous. What a great idea. You know, anything, you know, anything you can think of. I mean, if you have a five-gallon bucket around uh, for whatever, you know, clean it out really well. If you have like a big five-gallon bucket of paint, clean it up really well, disinfect it, uh, put some drainage holes in there, the same thing, and boom, put a tomato plant in there. Oh, my gosh. And even water bottles, right? Yep. Like it, and you could grow smaller things in those. Yeah, and oh, then, that's you know, amazing. Same with herb garden. So you can do anything, uh, you know, as long as you have a window that you can put something in front of, you can grow anything. Wow. You know, if you have a balcony or patio or anything else, you can put the you know put them in the, in a pot. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you own your own house, even if you're in deed-restricted area where they're like, oh, no vegetable gardens out front. It's like, okay, but you can intermix them in with, if they said so we could put, you know, other plants and flowers and whatever you want. Well, put a couple in between. Yeah, you know, yeah. Put, an eggplant, put a tomato out there or something or put, you know, lettuce or some onions, you know, in there. And it blends in with the flowers and all, and they don't know it, and they've got it there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it, ways to be able to do stuff. I mean, that's yeah. why I've, I've gone ahead and uh, the manager where I'm at, the park owner is like, Sure, do an edible landscape. I don't care. So I went ahead and extended my flower bed out, getting oh, rid of the grass because you actually, if you get rid of, um, you know, even a square foot of grass and put a plant there instead, you're actually going to help out more of the environment with growing the plant than you did with cutting the grass. Mm-hmm. Because the more area that that can get covered with air, the more filtering it's going to do for the environment. So if everyone did uh, their own part. By growing plants of some sort, and if you grow the vegetables, it'd be even better because you get a yeah. double benefit from it. We right. can, we can in turn make a difference on helping to clean the environment, but we also have to be outspoken about the pollution that's going on and demand right. and, that things get done. And also for people, you know, don't be afraid to recycle either. I mean, that's kind of fun when you get used to it. I'm sure there's many many people out there listening now that do recycle and Yahoo, Yahoo. But for those who are, like, a little hesitant, it's fun. You know, you just get two little trash bag cans or something that are, you know, you get them on sale at, the, at a store or something. They don't have to cost much. And then you just or get a big recycling bin or whatever you're comfortable with and just, you know, throw that stuff in there and recycle. And it's, it's really fun. You get to the point where you can't not do it, you know? Yeah. And even if, uh, you know, learn how to do compost and throw away, you know, your edible food that, and recycle it and, you know, make compost and there's, you know, your potting mixes. Oh, yay. Boy, that's the best stuff, isn't it? Yep. So, and you're actually <laughs> doing a lot better because instead of um, putting, you know, the lettuce or banana peels or anything in a landfill, which is going to go ahead and give off methane gas because it's not going to go ahead and, and uh, break down the right way. Right. When you go ahead and compost it, you're actually going to go ahead and remove CO2 from the air. How did you learn all this? This is fabulous. Just reading books and being online and mm-hmm. reading, yeah. you know, just reading, lots of reading. Have you thought about starting a blog about this? I actually have a new website out. It's called natureisgodsgift.com and talking oh. about container gardening and um, you know, square foot gardening, raising chickens, recycling. Oh, that's so great. That's so wonderful, Reverend Michael. That that just it has such bright energy on it. It's like the horizon. When you said that, it was just like beautiful. So everyone makes fun of it because you know I'll post on there about the garden growing and the chickens laying the eggs and all that. <laughs> and they're like, okay, farmer ref. It's like, well, you know, I don't know. I'm just going with spirits telling me to do and. And you're just, loving it. You're enjoying it. Yeah, and it helps you're me to relax. Of the earth. You're a keeper of the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I tell yeah, Lewis, well, I don't have to worry if anything happens to him because I'll be, I'll have the chickens for eggs and I'll have the the garden for food. So <laughs> there's, you know, I don't have to worry about spending money on groceries. There it is. Now, do you wear a certain little hat when you're out there, Reverend Michael? You got a little no. sun hat? No, no, I should. The sun is hot, so I probably will this summer. Yeah. Because I've got a lot more that I, I'm doing than what I had been doing. Um, yeah. So, but oh, I'll, yeah. I'll probably. Yeah, I'll probably have a little straw hat or something. I think that would be adorable. You could have a bandana underneath, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh so it's, it's just, it's all good. But, you know, I like it. It's just very relaxing. But, you know, the messages that I've been getting is anybody can go ahead and help. You know, if we stay vigilant with big business and corporations to do something, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, in time things may start to change. But if you can go ahead and, um, you know, talk to your local government, say, hey, you know, you got a lot of area here. you got people that are looking for something See about doing neighborhood or community gardens. You know, do some gardens um, at your place. It yeah. helps out. It's a win-win situation, but it also helps to clean up the air. Yeah, especially if you're that's in a big really, city. That's big in Santa Monica here. That's big over all over. I've seen those everywhere. A yep. lot of uh, community gardens. It's kind of wonderful to witness that. Yep. So you know, we can we individually can make a difference, but it takes one person to go ahead and get things started. Yeah, and it does make a difference. So, well, do you want to go ahead and take a short little break? Sure. Okay, and how can everyone find you while we're taking the break? Please find me at mabermanarts, A-R-T-S, at gmail.com, and we'll take it from there. I'd love to hear from you guys. Okay, we'll be right back in just a few moments. Okay, see you soon. Well, you're right, everybody. Check out the website, BeTheLightChapel.com. And while you're there, click on uh, where it says for the offering and donations. Help us with the donation. Helps keep us on the air, growing and expanding. And um, we can keep on bringing you wonderful guests like we have with Melissa tonight. And while you're at it, too, if you want some gardening ideas, different tips, just getting started with some information. I'm uh, trying to do the blog on there. It's NatureIsGodsGodsGift.com. I know it sounds like it's a spiritual thing, but it's not. It's just talking about nature and, and uh, getting back in tune with things and uh, you know, keeps updated and get some pretty neat ideas on square foot gardening and all, too. So uh, check it out. It's a work in progress, and we'll be right back in just a few moments. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. Just put your paws up. You were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. She pulled my hair with my lipstick on in a glass of purple dry. There's nothing wrong with loving who you are She said, cause it made you perfect, babe So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go far Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Give yourself prudence and love your friends. Subway can't rejoice the truth. And the revision of the insecure. I must be myself, respect my youth. 
drag, just be a queen. Whether you're broke or evergreen, your black, white, face, your legend, your Lebanese, your Orient. Whether life's disabilities left you outcast for leader tease, rejoice and love yourself today. Cause baby, you were born no this way. No medication of violence, being friends and good life. I'm on the right track, baby, I was born to survive. No matter black, white, or base, Wonderful Reverend Michael. How are you? Hi, everybody. All our wonderful everybody's out there. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so do you have any events coming up uh, anytime soon? Well, you know, I'm supposed to do something next weekend, but I'm waiting to find out about it, so I will let you guys know here in L.A. Um, you know, all these things are bubbling and brewing, but it's like I can't quite talk about it all yet till I know for sure, so it seems to be the way lately. I think it's all Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. You know how that rolls. Oh yeah. We want to grab a couple more calls? I think that would be fabulous. Okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead. We'll bring on Sharon from New York. Hi Sharon. Hi. Hi. How, can we how help are you? you? Good. How are you? Good. Sharon, are you snowed in there too? Kind of, yeah. How's it going there? It's um it's warming up a little bit but not so long yeah how much snow did you get we got a lot um i don't know i think this like on record the most snow in a while oh dear but you're all you're okay there you're cozy and warm in your little place and doing all right yep cool so how can we help you um i don't i just want to know about like relationships or like love life if you see anyone so can you be really specific with your question? Like, uh, am I going to meet somebody? Is that what you want to know? Are you going to meet somebody or is that something like yeah, that? Yeah, like you see anything serious coming in the future. Well, the future is now, so let's talk about where you are right now. <laughs> okay. Um, if, have you just dealt with some rejection from someone? Um, Kind of, mm-hmm. but not really. Yeah, just enough to make you go, wait a minute, hold it. It's a weird um, situation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that has to kind of clear out, and you need to be really um, detached from it in order for other people to come in. And it feels like it's just sort of a healing process you have to go through. It's not like a heavy duty, you know, beat your breath and take the knife out of your heart and all that stuff kind of thing. But it is something that is um, 
kind of pressing on you. And so you want to release yourself from it and give yourself permission to do so. Uh, it feels like um, your guys are sharing with me this gentleman that's sort of um, sandy, blondish brown hair, and he's kind of um, lean but built okay, you know, he's, and he's fairly tall but not crazy tall. And he just, it looks like somebody that's, you know, does fun things, like would go snowboarding or something like that. And it feels like uh, somebody that may have even been a friend of a friend down the line. Mm. But once you get through this other thing, then this other person can come in. So okay. kind of keep your eyes open to like if a friend has, oh, I know somebody, um, we're going out, can you come? You know, that kind of thing. Because it feels like okay. it may be a friend of a friend. Got it. Go Got get them, girl. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You've got homework, okay? Okay. Thank okay. you. Night, night. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Bye, Sam. Sharon. That guy sounds cute, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we love our guides. <laughs> uh, let's see what we can do for Evelyn in Arizona. Hi, Evelyn. Hello. Hello, Evelyn. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Evelyn, what At kind of I'm not in the freezing cold. You're not in the freezing cold. What kind of stuff is going on in Arizona? It gets cold at night, right? Yes, it still gets cold at night, but the days are heating up to like 80, 85. So it's really toasty during the day. Yes, it's warm. Then, I have to turn my how, air conditioner on in the vehicle driving home. There it is. And how cold do you guys get at night? I'm always curious about people's weather because I just we're talking about it, but it always it always helps me kind of tune in. Also, I just get a vibe about like where you are. Um, I think it gets cold about 40-ish, 40 degrees, maybe 45. Yeah. 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 How can I help you this evening? Well, actually, you guys are talking about the gas prices, and I'm doing kind of a commute because I relocated. uh, I moved uh, for residential, Mm -hmm. and now I'm commuting kind of a ways to work, and I was just wondering, do you see uh, a transfer coming up quick or something different coming up because the gas prices is starting to really affect me financially? Yes, and there's no other source of transportation for you that you would no, feel comfortable doing? No, not Arizona. Okay, got it. Um, it feels like what's being shared with me is something about inner office, and do they promote from within where you are and send you out? Well, actually, well, it, it, it would be with the same business, but normally there has to be a job posting or an open spot for me. Okay. And so that would be yes. Right. Yes. Um, It feels like you've got to do a little bit of legwork on this. Uh, And then it feels like what your guides are sharing with me is that it's right around the corner. So that could be a metaphor. Maybe there's another position right around the corner near where you are. But just start putting that out to the universe that you need uh, something closer in. And work with your guides more. Work with your team of angels more. Get into that sort of you know, camaraderie with them and give them permission to help you. And it, it does. It feels like it's coming. It feels like it's right around the corner. They keep saying that to me. It's right around the corner. So um, you, that would be the next step. Right, right. Okay, good. So it is just coming. Because I've been putting it out there for the last month or so, and I haven't really kind of gotten any feedback on it. So I was just kind of wondering if it's a, new, a whole new job or if I should just wait for a transfer. Um, the transfer would be the easiest. And maybe that's what, what they were sharing about it being interoffice or interpersonal. 
but you have other options. So um, without without spreading yourself too thinly, without trying, you know, always put the irons in the fire without burning yourself out or spreading yourself too thinly, because then it, then then it becomes like a chore and not a joy, because you're you know you want your work to be as as magical as you are, and so it feels like um, the transfer feels like the first option. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then if you start to feel like it's taking too long, you know, still pursue the other ones. But if the transfer comes, that, that's the one that's sort of popping out right now. Right. Does that feel correct to you? Well, I, I would take the transfer first because it would be an easy it would be an easy transition. But mm-hmm. it's yeah. an industry that I'm ready to get out of also. But financially, it would be the easiest transition for, uh, like you said, to get myself maybe waxed a little bit easier and then maybe pursue looking for something else mm-hmm. in the area I am because I'm like an hour from where I used to be oh. I'm like on the other side of town yeah so yeah it's like it's a whole different it's kind of like a real different environment so I'm not quite sure it, it was like and I it's also change. draining I did it. it's <laughs> no, I work with it yeah it's draining you it's taking your energy and it is I'm very exhausted yeah that's not who you are that's not what you need so mm-hmm. give it some time um uh, and it, it just feels like, yeah, the, yeah. go with the transfer if that comes and that feels right to you. And then, you know, you have the other irons in the fire. Uh, don't punish yourself with this. In other okay. words, allow it to um, be presented to you. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's well, good. Well, lovely yeah, to speak just... with you. Oh, thank you. Well, your weather there is not all that bad either. You don't get any... Throughout LA, no. oh LA, yeah. it's crazy. It's like it can be really cold at night, and it's right, I have my AC on right now. It's like eighty something today, and then it gets mm-hmm. cold and it gets hot. It's just insane, you know. It's and I'm thinking to myself, it's February the twenty first, and it's still winter places. You know, come on, let's have a little taste of it. You know, so it's supposed to get a little cooler next few days. But well, I don't. Like you don't want it so hot, yeah, because we don't want to start running our air conditioners. It just gets too expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. So we just have to keep the faith and just talk to the, I guess we have to talk to the rain gods and goddesses. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we can grow our gardens. Exactly, in honor of yeah. Mark, Michael sharing that with us, too. I see that. We'll have to grow our gardens. We need the rain. Yeah. Will you take care, Evelyn, okay? Keep us posted. All right. Well, you have a good night. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. Night, night. Night, night. Night. Have you been to Arizona River, Michael? No. I haven't either. I need to go that way. Yeah, I mean, I just see pictures of the hor- the sunset and the horizons are just so beautiful. And Sedona's there, right? Oh, I know. I want to go see that in the Grand Canyon. And um, I want to try to go ahead and get to Texas so I can go ahead and see um, family there. But Oh, wow. One of these days I'll travel that way. Yes, you will. You'll be in your wagon train. Yeah, I know. Me. And then I've got to, because I've got to go to L.A., and then I have to go up to, um, towards Sacramento area. Yeah. Because I have a wonderful niece up there. Oh. And she's married with two children now. We got to see oh. them a year ago when she was um, uh, pregnant for a second one. She was only a couple of months. So they oh. came out here for Louie's birthday, and we got to see her uh, son. He was four at the time. Oh, so we had yeah. to finally see him. We got to finally meet her husband. So they came out here for a week. Uh, but now she has the, the other one. He's going to be six months old. <gasps> oh, wow. So it would be nice to go ahead and go out there and see them for exchange. But I was actually 
she messaged me on Facebook um, just a few minutes ago, and she said she misses us. It's like, I know, but you're out there now with the family, so. Well, it sounds like you're due for some traveling. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I have to leave it On up the to road spirit, with though. Reverend Michael, right? <laughs> yeah, I have to leave it up to Spirit. If spirit says you got to travel, yeah. I'll travel. Yeah, yeah, and then you can video, t- video log it and then put it yeah, on the website. Yeah, I just have to have... I just have to have uh, somebody come over and take care of the chickens. Well, you'll do that. You you could. Yeah, I'll tell a neighbor a neighbor of mine. Oh, this one woman that I know. She's already benefiting by uh, by me giving her eggs once in a while. So I'll be like, "You just come here. You just got to go ahead and give them their food, give them their water, and don't worry about it." And talk and to just them. Collect a the eggs. Yeah. yeah. And then just have give you the named eggs. them? Did you name them? Uh, no. Okay. No, they're your not girls. Really. They're your yeah, girls, they're the girls, right? Yeah. yeah. They know you love them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you have five of them? Four. Four. And they all get along pretty well? Oh, yeah. They're they're all raised together. Yeah. And they have their own little hen house and everything where they gather? Yep. they got It's uh, it's a split level, I call it. It's a, <laughs> uh, the, You know, they have an upstairs, downstairs. So when it's all screened in and Aww. where it's safe for them, with uh, so nothing can get in there. Yes. So now, and then I've got it well eat? ventilated. What do they? Oh yeah, good. What do they eat? Um, I got the uh, laying feed. It's uh, it's organic food um, that I get at the um, feed store down the road from me. Now, does it have soy in it? Um, uh, not sure. They got. They said that they only deal with uh, non-GMO. Right, and right, organic, right. so I think it's a combination of different things they have in yeah. it. Yeah, because there's like, have you seen the the soy-free eggs at the grocery stores? They no. usually have it like at Whole Foods. Yeah, they have, and it's interesting. I tried them and I they tasted completely different. So I do like cage-free from tr- Trader Joe's and stuff. But when I tried the um, the soy-free, I could taste a difference, and my body reacted differently because I have a slight allergy to soy. Isn't oh, that wow. funny? Isn't yeah. that interesting? That little bit, and some people don't have it now. I mean, and I do the regular eggs sometimes too, but I did notice a difference. Um, I do notice a difference by, um, you know, having the girls in the back and having the eggs because they are they do have a different taste, uh, which I have noticed. I mean, you know, I give them you know grass and weeds and and seeds and uh, bugs and all that other good stuff. <laughs> You know, before I'd be like, all right, you know, get rid of the bug. Oh, no, just capture it and hold it in my hand. And I thought, as long as it's nothing, it's going to bite me. And then I go ahead and throw it in the, uh, in the run for the girls. It's like, have at it. You know, same thing with the weeds. And all. instead of throwing them in a the trash, you know, I compost right. them or I go ahead and let the girls peck at what they want. Right. Uh, but you definitely notice a difference in the, in the taste and the color of the eggs and everything else. And what color eggs are they laying? Uh, the brown ones. Oh, wow. But now, uh, the, the whites are whiter, the yolks are, you know, um, the yellowy-orange. I mean, it's a brighter color. Right, right. Um, do you pet them and sing to oh, them yeah. and stuff? Aww. Yeah, I go ahead and I pet them. They don't um, – I was holding them when um, they were younger. Right. But when they got older, I read someplace where it's like you should wait a while before you hold them. And then uh, just – yeah, it was just – they grew so quick. So I was like, eh, well <laughs> – so they're not being held, but um, now that they're laying the eggs, it's kind of interesting because they get submissive. Oh. So when I go in there to go feed them, and it, uh, 
what happens is when I go near the cage and everything else, because I got them in a long run, and all of a sudden you'll see them, they'll put their head down, and they'll go ahead and lay on the ground, and they'll spread their wings out a little bit. Aww. And they do the same thing for the rooster. That's how they're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm being submissive. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm getting ready to lay an egg here, being submissive. Wow. So, but then I'll go ahead and I'll just rub their backs and pet them. And they <gasps> pluck, and they're just like, and then all of a sudden I'll get it. Now that I can tell that they're all getting ready to lay the eggs, um, because they're so young that, you know, I'll get one a day or, you know, one or two a day. And then yesterday and today I got three. So soon I'll end up getting four a day. Wow. Uh, but it'll it'll fluctuate because it's like every 26 hours they can lay. But it's interesting because I can see which ones are going to go ahead and lay the eggs because when I put my hand in there to go get their container for food. Right. And four of them around, three of them will go ahead and drop down and put their head down and, and spread their wings a little bit. And so I'll just go there and pet them all. And then one uh-huh. of them will be, the other one will be trying to peck my hand like, oh, no, leave them alone. They're mine. Oh wow! I wonder if it hurts to lay that egg. Do they make noise when they lay the egg? Oh, oh yeah. Do you think I that's like really painful? I is she having like a hard labor or what? I was like, she is <laughs> just really loud, and my neighbors think she's got aliens up in the trees. You know, she doesn't know I got the chickens. Oh, that must be like, and they just—it's a natural progression process for them. But ow, ow, ow! Yeah, but yeah, she'll. That's, she makes that's a hard noise. shell thing They're, coming out of you know. They're a good um, 20, 30 feet away from my bedroom window, mm-hmm. and one of them is so loud, it actually wakes me up in the morning. Wow. Where she's clucking that much, and I, and she'll go in the nest to get down, go in the nest to get down, and keep going back and forth until all of a sudden it's like, oh, no noise. I go out there, and sure uh-huh. enough, there's an egg. Wow. So, but yeah, so they can get rid of They're probably thinking, and look what we're doing for you, for God's sake. Yeah. But it, it is nice, though, you know, knowing that it's organic and yeah. it is a lot healthier, um, you know, healthy for you. And also, um, you know, I've learned, you know, the safety precautions I should do with the eggs. And I was going to ask you, how long do you, well, do you have to wash them when you get them? Like, what do you do? What's the procedure? No, because I keep the, uh, their, their um, hen house set up and with their nesting box, um, the eggs don't get dirty, but they have ah. what they call an actual bloom on them. And what happens is um, if I hard boil them, you just put them in the water. I put them right in the refrigerator right away. Right. And if you go ahead and put them in, uh, go ahead and uh, cook them and hard boil them, you don't have to worry about anything. And that's why they tell you not to eat raw eggs or sunny side up or anything else to, you know, cook them thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Because when it gets up to like 140-something, 150 degrees, it kills salmonella or anything else. Oh, okay. Now, how long can you keep those eggs, like a couple of, well, you eat them right away, or like how long oh, no, can I, they stay? Um, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Just about three to four weeks. How many? Uh, three to four weeks. And if I That's put them amazing. In a, um, you can actually keep them probably a little bit longer. If you do what? Keep them in the refrigerator. Yeah. Well, most people, you, do some people keep the eggs out of the refrigerator? Well, yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to refrigerate them uh, being fresh oh. and not washing them. If you don't wash, the, if you don't wash them and, and you don't get rid of that bloom, eggs can actually stay out. And uh, most countries in the world, they don't refrigerate their eggs. This is so amazing. Now, what does the bloom look like? It's, it's, a very, it's clear, and it just basically seals the egg. This is so exciting. 
Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but it's so crazy. Farmer Rev. Huh? Farmer Rev. That's it. Oh, I love it. Farmer Rev. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you do learn a lot. I mean, because I'm immune compromised and so is Louie. So I've had to learn, it's like, okay, what precautions do I need to do, and do I need to do this? So, I mean, I'm always washing my hands when I'm around them. I have hand sanitizer everywhere, so when I collect the eggs, you know, I automatically, um, you know, have hand sanitizer after I handle them. Well, you could wear Um, gloves, couldn't you? Yeah, I could wear gloves as well. When I clean the coop and go ahead and clean stuff out there, you know, I'm wearing gloves and I wear a mask. Right. uh, When I'm doing anything like that. Oh, that's Uh, cool. When I handle the eggs, if I go to fry an egg, that's when you go ahead and wash them, oh, and you wash okay. them in warm water instead of in cold water. So, um, and because what happens is with the uh, warm water, it'll actually open up the pores in the shell, and it'll suck the air out. So, if there are any contaminants on there, it won't go ahead and push them in. This is so fascinating. I bet everybody's like home. They're getting get ready to go make eggs. Everybody that's listening, they're probably making eggs. They're making <laughs> pancakes, cakes. Just saying, yeah. we can't help it. This is so fascinating to me. Yeah. I feel like I'm right there with you. Yeah, and it's and it, it is great. I mean, I like it, and that's why you know when I'm like, really, you're gonna have me raise chickens? I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. And Spirit's like, don't worry about it. We'll we'll point you in the right direction. And I'm like, okay. It's amazing, and you're inspiring so many people and and educating all of us on this. And we're I'm vicariously there with you, living through this, going, wow, this is so much fun. Yeah. You have to, you're not gonna name them, no. Um, I don't know. I may because they're they're getting their own little personalities and they're all they they look alike, but Ah. uh, I can see one of them has um, the little red crop on there. Looked like it got into like a little fight and it got (gasps) a little bit of it torn. So I can tell her by looking at that. And then there's another one that's missing one of its toes. Oh no! So I don't know if it was out in the coop and something got in there and tried to get them or (gasps) fix. Yeah, so it, yeah. like, lost one of the toenails, so, you know, I can identify her. And then the other two uh, would be kind of hard to identify, so I may be able to name two of them. Mm-hmm. Now, they preen, right? So you don't have to, they don't get washed off or, like, do they get Oh, bad? no, they, they'll go ahead and scratch in the, in the dirt, and they take what they call uh, dust baths. So oh. that's them going ahead in the dirt and stuff and fluffing up, and, uh, right. and that helps keep uh, the bugs off of them and all. Right. And you have how many roosters? Just one rooster? Uh, no rooster. You don't need a rooster. No, but you said something about a rooster. No. Oh, I've got one that, said... that clucks a lot. That makes a lot of noise, but no, uh, no oh, rooster. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought you. I know. I know. You. I didn't think you had to have a rooster, but I thought there was one hanging around them. No. I thought that's what you said. Oh, okay. Never oh, mind. No. Okay. Uh, they uh, they go ahead and uh, uh, submissive where they go ahead and uh, crouch down. Yeah. When we go by there, it's the same type of response to go ahead and give to the rooster if there was a rooster. Oh, and when you said that, I thought you had a rooster, the rooster. No. You're the rooster. Most, uh, most back, uh, backyard um, growers in, in um, cities and rural areas, a lot of times have ordinances where you cannot have roosters. Ah. Because they make so much so noise. Because yeah. they're so loud. Right? The rooster crows at the break of dawn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, and, and, and they'll keep on going all hours of the day and night. So, Yeah, because they get crazy. Yeah. They pace. Yep. I think they're, I think they're just, they're, they're testosterone, right? 
<laughs> yeah, it's uh, one of those things where it's like, yeah, that can be mean too. So I'm like, nope, I don't yeah. mean. But I've got a couple, get... of, uh, a couple of the um, the hens will actually go ahead and uh, peck at me. Ooh. And it's like, you little bugger you. So you just got to go ahead and peck back with your, with your finger, and then all of a sudden they're like, ooh, okay, we won't do that no more. Yeah, because it's actually territorial, right? They're marking their yeah. space. Yeah. yeah, and that's what but they're they trying to do. But they also think you're cute. They also yeah. have a crush on you. <laughs> yeah, I know. A couple of them, you know, they come right over and they're just like, you know, cooing and, and clucking. Aww. So it's fun now. But yeah, that's why Spirit wants to go ahead and reconnect with uh, with Source. And um, and I've noticed my abilities opening up more. So. It's amazing. It gives me goosebumps and chills. I love it. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. I'm so grateful that you share this with us because it's so inspiring. Oh, it's my pleasure. So, uh, how about we go here? We'll grab another call. Oh, boy. Oh, wait. Switchboard locked up on me again. I hate when it does that. Are you having problems with the switchboard? Because it's that Mercury retrograde thing. A lot of people have been having that lately. Uh, it must crazy. be. Yeah. So I've got to go ahead and open up another. Yeah, it's just really weird. So what I have to do is just go ahead and open up another browser and log Thanks in for your way. patience, everybody. Just hang in there. <laughs> yeah, it's all that technology. Okay. So do you have any events coming up any anytime soon? Anything else that you want to let people know about? Um, just some local stuff that I'm waiting to find out the the uh, final the final stuff. So uh, in that event, I can let Arlene know. If people are here in LA, just little cozy things here and there. But I can't say yet because I'm waiting to get the confirmation. It's always that way. It's hard uh, to I know. Oh, you know how it rolls. Yeah. Like like those eggs from the hen house rolling on the river. How about you? What's going on no, at the block, center? It's a block talk issue then. Oh, it must be. This happened on another thing the other day. Next, just so crazy. Like, I open up Internet Explorer. Yeah. And try to go into the switchboard. It's like, sign in with your account. And I'm like, it's saying upgrade. And I could see where it says my studio. And it says, sign in with your account. And I'm like, really? Oh, my gosh. It's like, hello. Well, woof. What's going on at the center lately, Reverend Michael? Just keeping busy. Lots of spirit activity. Really? Like what? Uh, we've got manifestations going on, and um, spirits mm. just letting us know that it's there. And uh, like I said, lately they're they actually uh, turning lights on. Okay. Uh, but you've got it warded. You're you've got it all ordained, guarded. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now it's like it's like cultivating your uh, unseen support teams. Right? Yeah. Yep. That's beautiful. So, yeah, they're uh, definitely... Um, okay, there we go there. <laughs> yeah, Blog Talk Radio is just hanging up there. It's just giving me a hard time. Okay, there we make go. It, make it stop. Yes. We'll have to talk to Olivia, Let's, you know? We'll, we'll go ahead. We'll bring in Ma- Marez. Marez from New York. Hopefully I pronounced okay. that correctly. Hi, good night. How are you? We're doing great there. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Okay. I wanted to ask a question uh, as far as regards to love, uh, if you could tell me anything outstanding coming up over the next month. Okay. 
do you have somebody, Marez, in your life that's sort of like a buddy, a gentleman who's like a buddy? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he kind of likes you a lot. Is this somebody that you would be willing to give a more of a romantic chance to? I don't know who like it. I have a couple friends. Mm-hmm. I have um, a couple, so I'm not sure who. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like there's somebody who's a really good buddy, and um, it looks like his hairline is, is not like receding, but it's higher up, you know. He doesn't have a lot of floppy hair. It kind Tall of... or short. Mm-hmm. Tall and... or short. Oh, is he tall or short? I thought you meant his hair. I like his hair short. Um, no, I mean him. Is he tall or short? He's a little stocky, but not big. Is what I'm get. Is what's being shared with me. So he's short. Not short. He's he's a little stocky. Um, okay. I'm, I'm asking your guides how to describe him. Somebody that you really like is what they're saying. They're not giving me too much. Um, somebody that you like that's a buddy that would like to get to know you better. Um, his hair is, well, it has been blonde when he was a kid, but it doesn't feel blonde blonde right now. Do you know? Is, it, is this somebody you know? Can you feel that person? Well, I know somebody whose hair was like dyed like blonde when mm-hmm. he was younger. Okay, so this is the one. So this is somebody that would like to spend some more time with you, some quality time. So if you're available to do that, um, make it casual at first to check it out to see if it's somebody that you can really connect with in other ways than just being a buddy. And give it a chance. Give it a chance. Can you pick up on anything with an existing partner that I've been with? I'm sorry, I couldn't understand you, honey. Can you talk more into the um, phone? Do you pick up anything on an existing partner that I've been with? It feels like it sometimes upsets you, and you're not quite sure how to have more fun with it. Um, So if you see somebody else for a while and that feels better, maybe you need to take a break. And maybe you need to just explore a little bit more. Uh, okay. You're, you're worth more than, uh, you know, having to be there for somebody. It has to be more than that for you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. You're more than welcome. We love you, and you let us know how everything goes, okay? Sure. Have a good night. You too. Night-night. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it's really acting strange tonight. Oh, dear. Oh, that's okay, though. You got it, Reverend Michael. Yeah, we got Get it. Get the chicken, stick the hens on it. Like... Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's see what we can do for Angela in California. Hi, Angela. Like people that got it. Hi. Angela. Hello. Yes. Hi, Angela. Hi. So how can we help yeah. you? Do you have your radio on or your, like, computer on? No. Okay, because we're getting a lot of feedback. It was on speaker right now. Okay, can you not be on speaker? Oh, yeah, we already took it off speaker. Okay. Hi, Angela, how can we help you? Yeah, I wanted to ask you if you guys could connect with my ex-boyfriend that passed away. 
His name was Jose. His name is Jose? Yeah. Hmm. He's smiling. There was some sadness before he came through. He's smiling a lot. Um, he feels like he wants to be able to breathe again, like take a really deep breath and just breathe again. And so he would like you to know that he's doing okay. Um, you can ask a spe- one specific question about it if that's easier, if there's guidance that you want to come through since we're limited with time. Is there anything specific you want to ask him? Don't be afraid. Um, well, like in person. Hmm? Like I, I've been like dream. If like if there's anything like he like tries to say because I, I've been dreaming of him. Mhm. The day he died, I dreamt of him, and and like a week ago I dreamt of him. Mhm. And then my sister, she got on one of what is this like a show? She had a Skype reading. Mhm. And I guess he like was trying to come through to her. Oh, that's wonderful. So he's in a position now to connect with you more. So that's why you're hearing from him. That's why you're asking about him. That's why you're seeing him, uh, feeling him, having dreams. So um, you've you've been able to kind of breathe. It's all about breathing. Did something happen to his lungs or something? Or it's just, it's just this thing about breathing is really imperative here. Very he got breath. shot. He got shot. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. And I so, think it was in the chest. In the chest. Okay. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. Gosh, you're such a good friend to him. Besides being a girlfriend, I've got to tell you, he values your friendship more than you could possibly know. He knows that that was so hard for you, and, and he wants you to know that, that he just values you so much, Angela. Um, give your angelic team permission to connect with his angelic team i know that sounds like a lot but but it there's sort of a protocol that happens um and then he's going to have more access to connecting with you if that's what you choose uh he doesn't want it to be painful or sorrowful or um to put you back in that place when it happened know that he has moved on he's in sacred space he's nurtured he's cared for um, and he does want you to know that he appreciates you so much, Angela. He's just saying, she's just my friend. What an honor. Uh, my whole body's in chills right now. It's an, such an honor, Angela, when, when someone you love can call you a great friend. So that's a perfect legacy between you two. And so um, are you ready to have that communication with him? Are you comfortable with that? Yeah. Okay, so what you want to do is to get into sacred space, whatever that means to you. And, you know, if you just sit quietly in your room or you go out in nature or, and you're going to just get quiet and call in the blessings of the angels and the blessings of the divine and um, say, I give my, te- my angelic team and God permission to connect to Jose's angelic team and to Jose. And I would like these doors of communication to now flow 
and I'm giving you just some suggestions, and you can make it your own, of course. And in sacred space, we connect. And I'm still that good friend, and I'm so grateful. You know, this is what is being, uh, this is going to heal both of you. It's a new step for your relationship. It's a new kind of healing. Does that help? Does that make sense? Can, is that something you can do? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Will you let us know how it goes? Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you. You're so welcome. He's blowing You're welcome, kisses. Dear. Okay, take care, okay, Angela? Uh, you too. You you take care. Thanks, honey. Uh, Good night. Interesting evening. Mm. Yes. I think we have time. We'll grab one more. Let's bring on Lisa from Arizona. Hi, Lisa. Ooh, yay. Hello. Hello, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Hi. I'm fine, thank you. You sound awesome. How can we help you? Well, I was wondering what you picked up on the energy of uh, job, any new coming, incoming job. I've been working on that for a while uh, to pick up some work, uh, particularly with a organization that I volunteer with. Okay. Um, it feels like the organization that you volunteer with may not have the facility right now or, or as much backing as you would need for a good job there, if that makes sense. But what they do there is your passion. So it feels like you may be guided and there may be somebody who's a volunteer who may know of a job for you. And so you want to kind of keep your ears open, the feelers out, without, you know, just say, I really love what I do here and, you know, and check and find out if there is something there. Don't be afraid to ask. But it feels like there may be like an issue with funding right now. That could change, but we want to get you into a job that's paying you now and doing what you love. Um, so are you putting your resumes out and feelers out and going to like things that are oh, – yeah. and you're doing yeah, – I've got a lot of um, irons in the fire, and I'm constantly busy. And I'm, I've, uh, no, this, this, these are things. Sometimes I, I see certain things that I would want to, you know, expand in in that particular area. Right. With that company, was something I really um, was working on manifesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it just feels like maybe it's not your fault that they're not high, but but don't give it up if that's what you love. It just feels like right now there there's something with funding for them right now, and so they're not in a position to 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 open that door completely. It feels that there's what your what your um what your team is sharing with me is that there's something about activities. Uh the word activities came through that if there's some activities that come up uh where you can go participate it feels like you're going to meet someone that may know of a job or can refer you to some things. It just feels like you do really good with networking. Don't close the door on this uh, organization completely, uh, but it feels like there's something else that wants to come through for you to give you a little bit more stability right now. And it feels like it's coming through some activity that you're going to meet somebody that may know of a, of a place for you to apply for while you're putting all these irons in the fire. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's you're doing everything right, and 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 don't get despondent and don't get bummed out about this one company. The door isn't closed there. But what your what your team is sharing is that we want to get you moving where you want to be. So just keep listening. Okay. Do do some meditation on it and and ask for help. 
Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Lisa. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Night, night. Bye. We got to be in Arizona twice tonight, Reverend Michael. I feel like I'm there. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) I know I need to move there too. One of these days. Well, it's just like you're going to have your wagon train. It's going to be Reverend Reverend Michael's wagon train with. Arlene, and you'll pick all of us up here. We'll come travel. Yeah, everybody from ES Psychics will just do a big tour with all of you, you know. Yeah, we'll be like we'll be like the bad children in the back of the. Of the yeah, the, the, the fun down. crowd. Sit down, sit down, everybody. No, no, we want to see this. We want to see. <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah. Well, let's real quickly. We'll bring on Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Oh, my goodness. You finally oh did get we, to me. Yes, we were able to get to you, my dear. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm tootling along here. Hi, Cheryl. Where are you tonight? I'm in uh, Southern California. Oh, wonderful. I'm in L.A. County, about uh, Long Beach. Oh, lovely. Well, it's nice to meet you, and how can we help you? You're in California. We're in California. I'm in L.A. I'm in, I'm in L.A. I'm like in Sherman Oaks area. Oh, you're from north. Hmm? You're north of L.A., like towards the valley. Yes. Is that north? Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I um, got permission because, you know, I have a medical malpractice case, and they mm-hmm. muffle you. I, they muffle you. You're not supposed to say anything. And I just got permission from a judge to, um, I asked, can I have permission to go to the DA for, um, um, I would like criminal charges over what this doctor did. It's a long story. Michael knows about it. But anyway, so he said I could. Ah, congratulations. He, so he says you, you can. So I got a yes. Yes. And so, um, um, I, and I think we kind of argued over should and could. So uh, he says, I didn't say you should go. I said you could go. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, because he kind of corrected me on that. Mm-hmm. The difference, I mean, you don't think like could and should. I, but I guess because it's civil court, he's very limited. Yeah. And, it, and so he said, I'm not saying you should. I'm he wants you, you to could. go, though. That's what the underlying message is. He is saying. And so I said, yeah, I, I need afraid. permission because they, they, they muffle you. You're not supposed to say. And they, and they can come back and kick you in the butt. You right, know, of if course. You, if you play tattletale. You know how confidentiality clauses are. Right, right, so right. I'm going, so I'm going, yes. He said, I, should, I could. So that, that's a yes. So anyway, so I was happy. So I went over, and I actually filed a report in June of 2012. They've been sitting on it. Nothing's happened. I looked at my due date, and to file criminal is three years. That's exactly one month today, Mm. and I'm starting to call. I went to the LADA, and he talked to one of the guys. He says, call this person, and I'm trying to move things. To get it going, because I have right. a month left. Right. So, what do you see in this month? Is it another dead end? No, no, no. Because you're, you're feel, the, the, your team is saying, how are you? Wanted me to ask you, how are you feeling? First of all, um, it's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. It's a mixed. You know, I've, I've had, it, I've had 
not good counsel. Um, but how like is your they, health? They want to know how you're feeling. Like, how is your health? My health, um, it's okay. Yeah. I, I get stre- I get stressed at times. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, because this, this is the most healthy your voice has sounded from the beginning. Like, like healthy, happy, energized, uh, purpose, mission. And this is part of your mission to complete this. It's not a mistake that you are being given permission. It's not a mistake that you are having sort of a, a, a fire lit under you again and you're feeling ho- more whole about this. So you do not give this up. Do not give up. Do not let them hand you anything other than the truth and supporting of you. Don't give up. You know, I had a, uh, I had some lawyers make some big mistakes, and, and that's a big, long story. We don't have time. And I had a legal malpractice because mm-hmm. it was major. Some major mistakes were made. Ugh. And that was dismissed because I couldn't find a lawyer. Everybody knows everybody. I don't care how big L.A. is, they all know each other. Ugh. So I couldn't find a lawyer. So the judge said, you've had plenty of time. He dismissed the legal malpractice. So, But he said I could. Not yes. I should, but I yes. could because he corrected right. me. And, you know, you just... With everything that you've learned up to this point, you know you just you just keep you just keep putting the information in this pocket in this but pocket. But see, I pocket. see you you have to go. It's like a process. You have to go from A to B to get to C right. to get to B. Right now, A is the police department. I filed that in June of 2012. Right, They've been right. Sitting on it. It's, and so when I went to the LADA, and you just have to I went stay to with the LADA, it. and they said, "What happened to it?" I said, "It's collecting dust." Good. So he got on the phone. He says, call this person. Here's his phone number. I've got no response today, but then again, I only started today because I was in well, court yesterday. Just, just go for it. Don't hesitate. <clears throat> Stay on it. And um, the doors are just going to fly open. Okay? Just keep going. I have one month with the DA, and they have to file in one month. Do you know how fast one month goes? Yeah, yeah. You're doing a great job. Okay? So, Keep us posted. We're going to get cut off in a minute because are we ever, Michael, or are we okay? okay? Yeah, we're about ready to. Yeah. Okay, so you're thinking that um, it's, it's going to, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make Doors are opening. Gonna, yep. Going to the DA, I'm going to get criminal charges. Don't back down. Don't back down for anything. Go for it. You know, when I was talking to the guy at the DA, he was like, yeah, 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 kind of attitude, yeah, right, oh, there's another one. And then I showed him the proof, and his well, eyes, we're, we're his just whole about running out of time, my dear. You may want to contact Melissa for uh, continue a private reading. Okay. All the best, Cheryl. Take care. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye-bye, dear. Thank you. You're welcome. And how can everyone reach you before we lose you for a private reading? Please email me at mabermanarts at gmail.com, and we'll take it from there. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for joining me tonight. You are truly amazing. So are you, Reverend Michael. It's always such a gift to spend time with you and everyone and our, our lovely Arlene. You guys take great care, and we'll talk again, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she'll be contacting you soon to see when we can get you back on here again. Thank you so much, and all the best. All the best to you, too, my dear. You have a great night. Thank you. You too. Night-night. Uh, don't forget, everyone, check out Melissa on her website and contact 
private one-on-one reading. And while you're at it, too, contact, uh, check our website out, bethelightchapel.com. Help us with the donation. Helps keep us on the air, growing and expanding. And until tomorrow night, everyone have fun. Be good and know you are loved because Arlene loves you. Melissa loves you. God loves you. And so do I. Good night, everybody.